Welcome to Lifehouse to Love It podcast. I'm Debbie Singh and I'm joined with Carolyn Thomas, Jude Whitehouse and Crystal Chip. <laughs> Welcome ladies. Hello. Hello. <laughs> it's a bit weird for me to be the one introducing it, but um, we're going to have a, a fun, enjoyable night time yes. and just trying to nut out what we're going to be looking at. And for the next few podcasts, we are going to be looking at Proverbs 31. Uh, last year for Christmas, Crystal, Jude and I received from Carolyn a uh, framed copy of Proverbs 31 and she said to us that she wanted us to study it and so that we could then have this session <laughs> to sit down and share with, with um, everybody out in podcast land uh, what we've learnt and what we want to share and what God laid on our hearts to share so I'm going to hand it over to Carolyn to explain a little bit about why, why she gave, gave it to us. <laughs> uh, yeah girls did you all get the message in the head? <laughs> see what's lacking no seriously you girls um, I'm excited because I know that you all love the word of God and that you're really into it and I knew that you would get a lot out of you know you would read it anyway but but most of you enjoy doing podcasts and questions and stuff because you know how much that you get out of it and so I just thought it would would be nice to do that and it's nice for me to hear what you got out of it and just enjoy listening to you and watching you growing and maturing and yeah you're all we all I think everybody here is on the journey of becoming the Proverbs 31 woman I guess it's always going to be ongoing but you know um, yeah so I thought we could all get a lot out of it all right I'm going to just start by reading it and then we're just going to take it verse by verse um, as I said to the girls I'll mainly just be sort of facilitating and hope to hear lots out of you guys <laughs> all right so reading from verse 10 to 31 a wife of noble character who can find. She is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. She is like the merchant ships bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it is still night. She provides food for her family and portions for her female servants. She considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her tasks. She sees her trading as profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. In her hand, she holds a distaff and grasps the spindle with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate where he takes a seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchants with sashes. She is clothed with, clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household, does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. It's probably blessed there, I would think, hey? <laughs> Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honour her for all that her hands have done, and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. Mm. All right, before we start looking at verse by verse, I'm just going to throw open, girls. How did you find doing it? Did you get, you would have got stuff up, but what was it, you know, what was it like studying it a bit more in depth? 
Uh, I personally found it very, um, what's the word? Felt like I failed a little bit <laughs> at first, but yeah, that, that was my original sort of looking at it. But I've since discovered that it's not that I failed, it's that I'm on a journey to perfection in this area. <laughs> so. I think as well, I've heard, um, you know, sometimes people like sort of bristle at the main, oh, they don't like it, you know, they don't want to hear Proverbs 31 woman because it makes them... You know, but I think, as you say, as you study and get into it, you realize, no, actually, I am doing this and I'm learning to do that or whatever and take it as encouragement. But I know some people do find it sort of, oh, you know, it's held up there as... It's quite a you know, high bar. Yes. yes. Yeah. And, and it's something that it's like, okay, I may not be all the way there yet, yep. but I'm getting there. That's right. I'm, I'm moving in the right direction. And that's sort of where I was at. It's like, okay, this is really challenging going through this and going, okay... I'm not quite there, but I'm moving that way, which yep. is yeah. okay for me. And I think you need to take that as encouragement, hey, yeah. that yeah. like I'm actually, oh, and, and see it more as, oh, gee, I actually maybe have more of this than I thought or yeah. I am, yeah. as you say, Crystal, moving towards that. Yeah. Yeah. I felt the same as Crystal as well. And one thing that really struck me as well in going through all this is that something that we need to teach our daughters, but not only that, we need to teach our sons. Mm -hmm. And when they're choosing a wife, that mm. they need to, this is a standard that God set. Yep. So mm. it's a standard that our sons need to look at as well. And and as you say, you look at the beginning of that, and I know Debbie and Crystal did go from verse 1, and it is, it's about, um, you know, a mother of a king saying to her son, exhorting yes. him, encouraging him, this is the kind of wife you need yeah. to look. And as you say, teaching your sons to make correct choices yeah. and what is important yeah, yeah. and what to value. I think... Um, you know, I think that everybody should look at those first nine verses as well. And 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 it's not just about a mother telling a son. And it's not just about a king knowing what sort of queen he should have. It's about, you know, what how sort of... How he should be. How, how, how he should be, be as, a, yes. as a king, mm. but as yeah. a man. Yes. And, um, mm. and I think that's a really important thing to look at too, because it's not just talking about... Um, yeah, like mm. this is how a woman should be yeah. because it actually does show how a man should be yeah. and how how a godly man should be, yeah. you know, looking for these women. And if he is this way, then he will find a woman of this caliber. And, yeah. and that's the thing as well, even that, as you say, Debbie, very important. If the man is operating correctly in the way he should, his woman's actually going to grow up into this mm. and, and allows her to blossom and actually to become mm. everything she's called to be. I mean, because definitely the man has a big role in that, you know. Um, and, you know, some of the, you know, it can also be taken as maybe not even literally a woman. It's just talking, it's like wisdom personified as well. Yeah. This is what, you know, the characteristics and quality and that. So, yeah, but I think that's really important about teaching your sons and showing yeah. them as well. Um, can I just say too, because I was single for a really long time, and so I really wanted to say something to the single women that are listening to this. I don't want you to tune out because you don't have a husband right mm -hmm. now or that you don't have a husband anymore or that God has set you apart to be single um, because you're not excluded from this prototype of a woman. Yeah, yeah. Um, you too should be living this standard now, whether you are one day to be married or not. The Lord should be your priority, mm. and you haven't have extra resources being single <laughs> mm. than say those who are married. You know, it might not seem it that sometimes it's two incomes, but you do have extra time that you can devote to God, 
um, and things like that. But um, so to use those, that time especially well, Mm-hmm. And a husband, a husband does not make you this woman. Yeah. That's that was another thing that I got mm-hmm. out of this as a married woman. My husband, like you say, he he needs to be that man to help bring that woman up into that. But just having a husband does not make me into that's this type def- of woman. Exactly it's right. my relationship yeah. and yeah. any single mm-hmm. woman's relationship with God yeah. that makes you into this woman, it's, husband it, or no husband. It's just basically any woman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. any woman can be this whether you've got a godly husband or not you can still choose to make your way into becoming everything you can be for your god yeah Yeah. that's exactly right and i like that um like you say you know even and and you know yeah there's the odd place where it talks about her children or whatever and the husband but like you say debbie a lot of it is like even if you are a single woman or living on your own or whatever your circumstance you still have got a home to run she still goes outside the home and works as well and trades and whatever so like you say it applies to all of that as Mm. well so it isn't just that you know sort of stay at home but also children isn't just your biological children yeah it might be spiritual children yeah yeah even just your friends that you're around every day you're influencing them in some way yeah so it's a really good point that yep Mm. All right, so if we look at the first verse, and while I'm thinking of this crystal, she's worth more, far more than rubies. I'm sure I've got a little bookmark that you made a couple of years ago with the mm. crown on, and yeah, I was mm. just thinking of that now. I've got it in there in my study, so <laughs> um, where you put those words on. Yeah, and I found it, this particular one was very, um, I've got heaps on it, but just because I looked at why is it rubies? Okay. Why isn't it like our defi- definition of awesomeness now, like when your husband goes to buy you a, an engagement ring? Diamond. It's a diamond. You, you always you go, get me a diamond or, you know, whatever. I want diamonds in my wedding ring. Or I want, you know, but why was it rubies back then? And it was really interesting because I wrote down, why are they so special? Like, what is it about them? So they're only spoken of in the Bible six times. Okay. And... Um, they're basically priestly garments and um, describing the preciousness of wisdom and of the virtuous wife and um, describing the creation of man and our perfection in the Garden of Eden. Wow, that's interesting. And so it's like, okay, so what, like, what, is, it, what is the gem actually about? So the red gem variety of that particular mineral um, are called the ruby. All other are called sapphire. So there's only that one red thing is called a ruby. Um, it's among the hardest, with only diamonds being harder, and it's called the king of gems in some ancient cultures and are considered the rarest and most precious. You'll never find one as large as some of the other gemstones. They're all quite small. Yep. Sapphire, diamonds, and emeralds weighing hundreds of carats exist. High-quality rubies of even 20 carats are very rare. Wow. So if you have a ruby somewhere from somebody in your family, yeah. keep it close. Um, the price of a gem-quality ruby will far exceed the price of a diamond of the same size. Wow. Um, and so when you think about just how precious they were then, yep. it's even more so now because there's even less. And a lot of the priests and things they would have their robes there would be something on their breastplate or something on them that maybe had a ruby on it because they were you know quite high in society yeah. um and also kings would have them in their 
headdress or yeah. their crowns or whatever they would wear or on their thrones because it was a sign of just how rich and powerful they were. And I think what you said there, that Tarzan, where you said how the rare they are, a wife of noble character who can find it's not something that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's I also looked up all the rubies one as well. Um, in the Amplified version, it says she's far more precious than jewels and her value is far above rubies or pearls. Mm. And I was like, okay, well, let's, I looked up all the rubies as well. But with pearls, they're also highly valued it's and very rare. as well. Um, mm. But pearls only occur when there is irritation. So it reminds me that your character and all that sort of stuff is only formed through irritation or trials. Yeah. And, yeah. and so, yeah, so that's, and, and it's another thing. And it's naturally occurring. Uh, a naturally occurring pearl doesn't happen often. Yep. Most of them are synthetic or man-made nowadays. Mm. So, yeah, so it's another very rare thing. So I thought that was interesting yeah. too. Mm. But you, Debbie? Yeah, I um, I found a, a blog by a lady called Bryony Taylor. I don't even know how I found this blog, but I stumbled across it and I read it. You so probably Googled it. I probably Googled it. But anyway, she had written a sermon on Proverbs 31 and um, I was reading what she had to say about it but one thing that I thought was really interesting was um, the Hebrew version of Eshet oh sorry is Eshet I think this is how you say it probably Eshet Shael and Eshet means um, woman in Hebrew and Shael is varied it can mean to be firm or to endure physical strength moral strength army wealth um and she said, it seems that originally the sense of Sheol was to stand firm as a soldier in battle. Mm. So we can suppose that an Eshet Sheol is a person of strength, physical or moral, mm. who stands firm. Interesting to also note that Eshet Sheol, sorry, it's really hard to say, in the Bible, the other end, so the one that we were talking about, she would have been of um, a noble character, you know, like... Mm. Um, middle class kind of woman but the other time in the bible that they talk about and Sheol was in Ruth who she was poor and Boaz says of all the people of my sorry he says all the people of my town know that you are a woman of noble character and Sheol that's in Ruth chapter 311 and I thought that's really interesting it just shows that you know, we hear this noble character. I think originally I was thinking, I was thinking, you know, Downton Abbey, you know, very noble. You know, <laughs> um, you know that's, I was trying to work out, you know, how that looked. But when you look into the real meaning of what that actually means, I'm like, physical strength, firm, endure, you know, moral strength. It's its really quite a hardy woman. <laughs> well, I, I, I read noble character as that, like, character, your actual mm. internal qualities. Yeah. And, um, you know, I just thought, yeah, so when I read that, I thought that's really talking about that internal quality and that, that Shane, you know, wife of noble character is worth more than rubies. It just contrasts and shows that your character is more important than what the world standards would be. Like, mm, we yeah. would value jewels or material possessions or riches, mm. but it's saying like having that internal quality of character is more important. And I also had that about, yeah, it's used in Ruth and it's also used of Boaz as well, mm. noble character. Um, and then in Proverbs 12, 4, it says, A wife of noble character is her husband's crown, mm. but a disgraceful wife is like decay in his bones. Yeah. 
And I just thought that was really good as well. You know, if your husband's crying, bringing him honour and joy, um, but decay in the bones if, you know, the wife is yeah. not, it's disgraceful. Crystal, did you want to add something? Well, yeah, just um, out of my study Bible, I've got the NIV study Bible. It says, she brings him honour and joy in Proverbs 4.9. It says, she will give you a garland to grace your head and present you with a glorious crown. And these were worn at joyous occasions like festivals and weddings and things like that. So... There's that too. There's that, like she gives you joy. She gives you, yeah. you know, that. And um, in the um, version that you gave us, which is the New King James, it says, um, who can find a virtuous wife? Mm. Yeah. And um, that's something that I've sort of been clinging on to, to try and be for my husband. is yeah. something that, okay, I don't think about other men. Or I don't, yeah. you know, it's it's that yeah. ongoing process of those things. The virtuous in that and in the strongs it's that Shael that's what virtuous in this particular one means is the mm. Shael so it's the strong woman it's mm. the, yeah. oh, that's mm. good alright so the next verse says her, her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value so what do you girls get out of that they're all sitting <laughs> smiling nodding their heads but no one's speaking <laughs> Debbie well I recently had a moment um, I have many moments <laughs> um, just last week I was cutting my hubby's hair for him he doesn't have much hair but I mean as in like he likes to keep it short so I was using the clippers as he likes to have his hair cut and um, I'm no expert at it but I do try <laughs> just and he has very straight spiky hair so it's really actually hard it's like pruning a, like one Bush. of those special bushes sometimes and um, what, what are they called? <laughs> no, you mean that topiary or Tope, topiary bush. Yes, thank you. Anyway, so when I do things, I'm vocal about, you know, I'm like, oh, oops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, okay. Oops. So he did so not have like, full confidence so, at that point. Um, he actually turned to me and went, um, you're not instilling much Confident, like my confidence is not very, you know, strong in you right now. And I said, "Oh, well, I failed at being Proverbs thirty-one wife then." <laughs> but yeah, seriously, like he, he, I got him to, I asked him what he he thought, and he said, "If I can't trust my wife, who can I trust?" And I thought, "Oh, that's a nice thing." So he, obviously, he he does trust me, but um, I think. Um, we, you know, we've worked hard at that trust. There's certain things that we've put into place that so that he doesn't, um, he does have full confidence in me. And, and it, you know, I think that takes time too sometimes to, to have that confidence in somebody else. And, um, and when it talks of, he, um, he lacks nothing in value, you know, it means that, you know, you bring extra value to him and yep. his, meaningful life you know like we we both share god as our common common you know denominator core, I guess. Core, yeah. yeah and um and so you know i make sure that i'm building him up as much yeah. as he's building me up so yeah mm. um the version that i used for this whole thing was new king james um, so my version says the heart of her husband safely trusts her so he will have no lack of gain so the heart of her husband is where his love and trust is it comes from 
um, that it safely trusts without trust a marriage will not last. That's right. Mm. Um, and safely, it means there are no doubts. Yeah. Um, the dictionary says it's secure from liability to harm. His heart would be in no danger, in other words. Um, there was, there's no, in, no liability from injury, danger or risk in putting his trust in his wife. Um, and then no lack of gain. He would have no lack of wealth or blessing. His household will know no poverty and will be rich in provision. Won't need to cheat or use unlawful courses to get wealth and mm. he will be prosperous. Mm -hmm. Just because of what his wife will, gain, uh, will give him. And it's not so much the earthly things. Yeah. It's the things that she can build in him. It's the yes. things that she can give to him that nobody else can. That encouragement and that love and that... You know, they may be poor in the in the wealth section, but yeah. they are the joyous. Relationship you know, you know they yeah. have that um, that lovely household vibe when you actually get with them and yep. hang out with them. Yeah, that's good. What <coughs> do you have anything to add? Um, to you? The biggest thing that I probably got from that particular one was it lacks nothing of value, and anything that God wants or asks of us is valuable, and that's all we need to rely on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, she she lacks nothing of what God wants for her and for her husband or her family or household or whatever. Um, so she obviously has full reliance on God. Yeah. Otherwise, the lack comes in. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I've got what you guys were saying, that he can trust her and he can trust her behavior. He can trust yeah. her to speak in company like he doesn't have to be nervous and worried about what's going to come out of her mouth and how she's going to behave. He's got that confidence. Um, he knows that she always has his back. Yeah. Um, he, he can go away. He can know that he has to go away for work or whatever he has to do and have full confidence, you know, that he can trust her at home and um, he can have full confidence that he doesn't have to wonder and worry about what's going on at home. Um, he trusts her with money and possessions. You know, one of the things you said there, um, Crystal, but he doesn't have to go and cheat or steal or whatever to make up because she's just gone crazy spending and doing whatever. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so just that total trust. So that's good. Yep. And uh, right, to the next verse, she brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. And this probably ties in a bit with that as well, doesn't it? Yeah. The one before. So, I mean, possibly, you know, you could read two verses at once, but it's just like, so if tie, that's fine. Yeah. Um, I have here, she does him good and not evil all the days of her life. Yeah. So she will increase and improve and not waste his estate. She will repay him with good and will seek his interest and promote his honor which was a huge thing for me when I was going through this the first time, um, how I speak about him yeah. in the company of friends, even if it's, oh, man, he didn't do the dishes again. You know, well, yeah. that's not bringing him honor. Yeah. That's, you know, bringing ruin to him, really. Yeah. If I'm complaining about him, yep. then that's how the household is going to be. Yep. Um, she does not slander or other evil things him. Yep. She's always pursuing his best interests, and she will not knowingly or willingly do any any evil against him or anything against his honor yeah. all the days of her life through which she desires to serve him in righteousness and in true holiness and to be steadfast and immovable, always abounding in his work. So that's from Luke. Um, and I just, you know, for me, he might come home and complain about his work. But for me, I can I can say, well, hey, you've got a job. You know, you've got somewhere to go. They're actually not really that bad. Yep. You know, you can at least go and 
um, just work for God. So you know, you're encouraging he, you're him just to, to yeah. just bring him up and bring his thoughts up yes. about the place where he has to go every yeah. day. Um, I think what you're saying there, Crystal, that thing about, sorry to interrupt, but bringing his thoughts up about where he's got to go, I think we don't always realize how much we have got such a tremendous ability to influence our husbands. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, um, we can really, like you say, bring their thoughts up or bring it down. So depending on how we are, like you say, they're having a hard day, we can really talk encouragement, bring them up. Or we can start sympathizing with them and, and you know, if they like, and start talking negative as well and tremendous, tremendous influence that we have. We set the atmosphere in the home. Yeah. You know, the man is, you know, the leader in the home or whatever, but, you know, and we work with them, but we definitely set that atmosphere in the home. And I mean, you just look at King Ahab. He was a leader, he was a king, but yet Jezebel totally influenced, you know, how mm. much influence she had. And, and so that's really important that, you know, that encouraging and, and we will, they will, they'll bounce off us. They can, I know, I can see the difference. Like, if David's sort of maybe having an issue or problem thinking about some how someone's behaving, I could really, like, I can really stir that up mm. and make it go down the negative, or yeah. I can actually steer it the other way, and it makes such a huge difference. Yeah. yeah. And one thing that really stuck out with me is it's all day, so it's not just when you feel like it. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter what's happening. Um, it doesn't matter what he's doing or not doing or so all whatever else is happening, but it's all days. It's not, yeah, not the just, day you feel like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that's all the good for in life. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's not just him, like it's his character and his, his legacy and his children as well. Like it, mm. anything that affects him, it's working for good for all of that. Not, yeah. 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 Mm. And, and I had as well that she wants to, where it says she brings him good and not harm, she wants the best for him, yeah. and we need to be their biggest supporter and biggest champion. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and um, and and part of that as well, because we want the best for them, we will challenge them and confront them on their sin and weakness as well. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll correct them and pull them up when when they need it, because we want the best for them. We want them to be yeah. everything that they need to be and everything that you know God wants them to be. And so we've really got to do that, and 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 tying in with what we said earlier as well, because he knows that she's going to bring him good and not harm. As I said earlier, he can be free to go and do his work, knowing that you know she's a good steward with everything and you know she may be handling the finances and everything and he's got that confidence knowing that she's you know she's got his good at heart and um you know because basically she's ruling the house and managing the affairs and stuff so yeah but it could even be i need to go overseas for a missions trip like yep. our men did you know yeah. they can trust us to be at home with our kids yes. and, and still keep life going yes. while they're not in the home. That's right. It's not just they're not even in the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything you want to add, Debbie? Yeah, I. Well, I was just going to say about you know like how things have been for us because I try really hard not to even you know bag my husband to his face. You know, like you know even jokingly Mm. um, because I grew up with siblings who we did that to each other. We'd be we'd be like, oh, you're silly, Billy. You know. Or your Drongo, or whatever, you know, like, and it was not a big deal in our family. We, it was just how we it was almost like a, a form of um, endearment for yeah. us. And so I met Brad and was like, well, that's just 
how everybody is, isn't it? You know, you're coming into our family, you know, do that to him. And he's the middle child in his family and he, you know, he, you know, if someone said something like that to him. Take rejection. He, yeah, he, and he had had that said to him by you know, family members, and so, well, not those particular but words, but you know, like it's never been, it had yeah. never been in jest or in, um, yeah, it actually had truth behind yeah, it. Yeah. And so, you know, if I would say anything, or if I would, like, you know, some, you know, how you muck up your words sometimes, which I do all the time, and you know, like my brother or my sister, you know, would have a dig at me about it, and so, you know, like I might say something to Brad about it, be like, oh, haha, you know, you just said that instead of this, and. And he would get really upset about it. And um, I remember one time we were actually going to a, a family event of his family's and we're on our way there and some, something happened like that. And, and he's like, can you please not say anything about that when we go to wherever we go? And I was like, oh, like it was a big yeah, eye opener for me. I didn't yeah. realize until that moment how big a deal it was for him. And, and, you know, um, so that has been something for us that I've had to, you know, in looking at bringing him, mm. you know, bringing him up and bringing him good and, and speaking well of him. And, you know, like I've always tried to be really um, encouraging, even even when he's not hearing, you know, I'm like, yeah. you know, he, you know, I try and still will try and talk him up, you know. That, like That sets a good um, a good habit for you, doesn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. if you're doing yeah. it when they're not around, You'll get then, you know, yeah, it's like, well, when they are around. So, you know, so now I'm, you know, very careful. Mm-hmm. And, and over the years, you know, he's he's gotten used to, you know, me saying, oh, I guess silly Billy, you know, and, and now he's okay with it because he knows yeah. when it comes from me, it's what, not from your heart. It's what, not, what yeah. you know, intent is, yeah. yeah. You know, and occasionally there'll still be some things and he's like, that's just not funny. And I'll be like, oh, sorry, I'm really sorry, you know, like. And it's like yeah. that whole, um, the grinding of the gears, isn't it? When you get married, two totally different yeah. upbringings yeah. often. Yeah. <laughs> different ways of doing things and it's just that meshing together and there can be that grinding and just learning and like you say so you didn't know you had to learn and then taking that on board and saying okay hang on this is important to him and yeah so that's really important just as a quick aside we went to a dinner where there was a couple who did the same sort of thing someone um, the husband had done something really silly in front of everybody and she mocked him for it And it made the dinner extremely uncomfortable because he got very moody and stormy and she just kept going and going and going with, you know, look at him, he's, you know, he's going red and and he just kept... So he was humiliated. Yeah, absolutely humiliated him and it was so uncomfortable um, that, you know, we couldn't actually leave. We were staying at their house and it's like, okay... Um, do you want us to leave <laughs> or are you good? Yeah, what do we do? Yeah, yeah, it was really, it wasn't good. And and that's, I think that's a big thing for me. Seeing that was just like, okay, let's not ever do that. Yep. yep. That's good. Well, that's unfortunately all we have time for this week. But in two weeks' time, we'll be back with some more of Proverbs 31. And if you'd like to get in contact with us at all in that time, Uh, you can go to our website, which is www.life-house.net. Thank you.